This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. big of cuck funnies we are that sweet child that sweet he's child so good killing the game he's great we're not even going to talk about him on this episode just wanted to say that i'm um, glad that he recovered from being power power bombed into the ground and he's <laughs> yeah. only better yeah glad he's fine or whatever um hello welcome back to puck bunnies it's me one half of the dream team audrey it's, it took a long time for you to get to your name there it's been a yeah, long week. I kind of forgot yeah. it. I forgot it. <laughs> and it's the other half of the dream team, Christina. Yeah. yeah. Let's just both forget our names right now. Heavy air, heavy air quotes on that. Yeah. That's how, how are you this week, Audrey? Uh, this week has been, uh, it sure happened. <laughs> it's only, it's also like, it's only Wednesday and it feels like this is like the second Friday of the week. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I do... I work in journalism and I work in political journalism and yesterday was election day. So uh, I have lived a thousand lifetimes <laughs> in the last 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> the, the DMs from Audrey just became more and more like uh, alarming through the day. I yeah. was like, oh, I need, I need to send in. I got home and I was like, I've never felt more alone in my life. <laughs> anyway, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm currently unemployed. So, you know, it's, uh. She is still technically a lawyer. I am. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not just, I am a lawyer. She's technically a lawyer. She just doesn't have a, um, a place to go in the morning that's, at nine that's o'clock. That's right. So now I just think about hockey all the time. So you have a, so technically you have a profession. You just don't have a job. But yes. Yeah. Much like the Ottawa senators, uh, I definitely am a lawyer. <laughs> we are a tea <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god oh man they really they really had rough a rough ass week yeah rough ass week for the sends which i feel like we've been saying every week for i don't know the last six months uh these poor babies are just like how could how, i don't feel sorry for no them. i don't either i just want to see how bad but they just get. keep tripping over their own dicks like it's it's really depressing uh so should we talk about uh what happened over the last 48 hours you know what in ottawa i think we uh we need to audrey would, would you like to tell us what happened let's in that break car? this down let's break this down let's break this down so a couple of weeks ago the senators are on like a west coast swing to play a bunch of teams and they're in phoenix arizona your favorite place shout out yeah my favorite place <laughs> uh 
it's really hot. <laughs> Ranks pretty low. It's not in the top ten. A bunch of players. We've got Matt Duchesne, Chris Tierney, Thomas Chabot. Like yeah, all seven. The squad. Yeah. yeah, there's like seven people in an Uber, and all the Uber driver has to say is, "What team do you play for?" And then they just fucking go. So the Uber driver, unbeknownst to these boys, these children, <laughs> boys to men, uh, they the Uber driver has a mounted camera in the front of the car, like behind his rearview mirror. For safety. Yeah, for, you know, for safety. Also for blackmail. <laughs> and also apparently for blackmail. Uh, and he is recording in like full night vision <laughs> lens. It looks very tactical. It's co- truly like a tactical video. <laughs> He records this entire conversation that these Sens players are having in the backseat of his Uber, which happens to be um, just ripping on their coaches. <laughs> I just the funniest part of it to me was like he didn't even have to prompt them at all. They were just like, "Yeah, let's let's just fucking like talk some shit right now." <laughs> the driver and full disclosure, I have not watched this entire video. You didn't watch the I whole got thing. Such bad. I just got such bad secondhand embarrassment like a minute and a half into it that I had to stop watching. Oh my god, Audrey's really good. You have to. No, it's really bad. <laughs> I disagree. Um, I did like read all the transcripts and everything, and probably my favorite part is when Matt Duchesne is like, "Yeah, I haven't paid attention in three weeks," and I think that's fair because like. If I played for the Sens, I would also be dissociating all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to ask him to pay attention. I, I, I don't see how he has the ability to pay attention at all. Like, I would like to see what it seems like. I would like to see him pay attention, like, once. I don't know. Because if, you, if you're if you fully conscious of the fact that you, you work for this organization, mm-hmm. like, would you play better if you weren't just kind of distancing yourself mentally a little bit? Yeah kind of pretending you were in a different place altogether. So let's talk about what they were talking about. Yes, please their, do. Please their do. main um, complaint seems to be, I mean, like, it was honestly pretty funny. Like, they were basically like, yeah, we have the worst penalty kill and the worst. <laughs> we're garbage. And the worst power play. It's also sad because they're not even, like, shitting on their head coach, really. They're shitting on, like, one of their assistant coaches, like, the, the guy PK who coach. runs their PK. Marty Raymond. And Matt Duchesne is like, oh, yeah, Marty Raymond, the only coach in NHL history to have the worst power play and the worst PK <laughs> within a calendar year of each other. Like, fuck. Pretty fucking <laughs> that bad. That is a good burn. Yeah. No, he just, like, went off. Woof. And they were basically complaining about, like, his coaching style, apparently. Uh, they, they go over tape, and he just quizzes them on stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It seems very seems weird. Seems ineffective. Yeah. Seems like an ineffective strategy. Yeah. It's uh, kind of embarrassing. Um... What's sad is that the Senators opened their season and were like kind of doing decent to the surprise of literally everybody. Because on they Earth. shouldn't, they shouldn't be okay. They should really be in last place in the division. Mm-hmm. So they were like kind of chugging forward, doing their best, and so that was like two weeks ago, and then they've lost six of their last seven games. But not good. So that's got to be tough in the locker room and apparently in this Uber. I feel bad for them because it's like they thought that they were in a place where like they could be honest, I guess. I mean, like these seem like real concerns that they probably... I mean, I I completely get the frustration. I completely get the frustration. And I wouldn't expect them to like not be having these conversations. Mm -hmm. However... Don't do it in a fucking cab! Just... It's not even the Uber part that bothers me. I mean, like, obviously this driver is, like, a complete asshole. Should have the shit kicked out of him, in my opinion. I will I will fly to Phoenix and do it myself. But 
Also, don't have these conversations around strangers, even if they're service workers. It's kind of like they didn't even really see this person as like... Like a person. A human who may like be storing this information away in a brain, even if he wasn't like recording Mm -hmm. them, he still would have overheard that conversation and been able to go to reporters and be like, hey, so I was, you know, driving Matt Duchesne and Chris Weidman around last week (laughs) and you will not believe the conversation I heard them. It it just, it it bothered me on several levels because like everybody comes off looking like an asshole Mm -hmm. in this situation. Matt Duchesne is like a, he loves the NPC meme. He (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, 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 he no, doesn't. Like, like I'm making a joke. Like he thinks the. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> he thinks their cab driver is an NPC. Okay, you can't like seriously. <laughs> I just saw Audrey's no light idea. flash before her eyes. <laughs> so much of one of the things I do for work is like comment moder- moderation for our website, and the NPC meme has made its way oh, over no. to our website in just a like gigantic wave over the past two weeks, and so I just. Ooh, ooh, my heart stopped All right. just I'm for so a second sorry. there. No, he seems like a he seems like a sweet boy. He wants to play for a playoff team. He said yeah. that at one point in the video, by the way. Remember that, you know, your waiters and your Uber drivers and your caddies and like all those people, they do have ears and they do have brains and they do I just you know can you imagine the locker room after this happens? It's gotta be so I mean <laughs> on on one hand. I'm glad that they're passionate about their team. And I'm glad that like this frustration is coming from a place of we want to do better. And, and it's just like our coach, we don't feel that our coaching staff is helping us do better. And that's got to mean like, okay, then you need to present ideas of, you need to give your coaching staff feedback and you ne- it needs to be constructive and you need to be able to find a way forward that works for both sides. Right. However, if your communication is obviously as bad as like the entire senator's organization is communicating, I have serious doubts that that is going to fix anything going forward. Exactly. Like, if this had been any other team, it would have been one thing. (laughs) But it's because it's the Senators. But it's just the tire fire. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, friend of the pod, uh, at the active sick, she she added us on our account and was like, how far can the Senators go? Like, how how low can this organization... How low can they go? Because if you remember over... Especially over the summer, the Senators just kept, like I said, tripping over their own dicks. They lost Eric Carlson and Mike Hoffman and that whole thing between their wives. It was awful. And then they had like that guy in their front office who got in trouble for molesting a shuttle driver at that hotel. Very cool. And they just had a bunch of other like dumb preventable shit happen to them. And it's, that, it is like, not the players. Work through. Yeah, it's 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 the yeah. organization itself that's like embarrassing. And this is the team that was playing for the cup like what two years ago. Yeah, but at one point in the not-so-distant past, they were good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so she said how what more could possibly happen to them? Not to Shane could leave. <laughs> Their entire coaching staff could get fired and they could bring us on. Uh, that would be worse, probably. I don't know. I think I think we could motivate them. I think that'd be really bad. No. <laughs> I think I think we just tell them to go out there, have a good time. You know, we just want to make sure everyone else has fun. Make friends and do your best. I think that would be a pretty bad. <laughs> Also, three of the players, Duchesne, Weidman, and Raymond, were are all going to be up for new contracts. They're all going to leave. <laughs> yeah, if other teams will take them. I feel like Duchesne, at least, he could go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. 
well, he he used to play for the Abs, and I don't know. I mean, like, it's hard because is does this become an employment issue? Like, do, will other teams look at this as like a liability? Yeah. You know, having again, quote unquote, off ice problems. Mm-hmm. But I just think like playing for the Sens should be you get a mulligan, like an exception. Yeah, like anything you say, it's like okay, is, like, fine. <laughs> yeah. But this is sort of interesting, just in terms of like Canadian sports journalism. There was a little bit of a conversation about like should this have even been reported on. Oh my god, yeah. Well, today, literally like three hours ago, the CBC reported that Ottawa's management is trying to demand that the paper that originally reported this are trying to demand that the paper take the video down because it's not in the public interest. Oh my god, is I like stop. I'm the public, I'm interested. Keep your mouth shut. Like, please don't make this situation worse. They're just ah. Oh. God, they're so bad at this. But for people who don't really know, like Canadian sports journalism is, it's weird. I mean, hockey especially. Hockey especially, they they like do not report on the messy stuff. Like they don't. Because it's like a, it's a whole national identity it is. thing. Like they want to make it like a good clean sport for everyone. So, which means that stuff like this is family friendly. Family friendly. Like that means the people who like assault people don't really get, that doesn't really get brought up in the, uh, in the Canadian. Patrick Kane. Yeah. Well, he's not in Canada, unfortunately. He is in my city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to see him this week. I am. Oh my God. I am going to see him this oh week. Oh my God. Christina is going to her first. Hockey game. Hockey game. Ever. And it's going to be between two teams who do not have coaches right now. I mean, technically, they do have coaches. <laughs> they just have brand new infant newborn coaches. <laughs> I'm actually the new coach for the Chicago Blackhawks. Chris, Christina is now coaching the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, so we wish her good luck. Yep. I will still have time to do puck bunnies, I promise. It's not really that demanding of a job. It's fine. Yeah, that was the other big storyline of the week so far is that uh, the Kings and the Blackhawks fired their head coaches within like 48 hours of each other yeah it's very interesting because both of these teams are former powerhouses and have seen their stock fall so much over the past couple years siri play the killers when you were young (laughs) yes I mean, I think that Chicago made a mistake. I don't think they should have fired Coach Q. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to break down with that decision. Well, also, you know, what's weird is that so last year, no NHL coach got fired until the end of the regular season. And we just had two get fired in like the first week of November. Is that going to set the tone for the rest of the season? Who knows? But it sure is entertaining. It's entertaining, and I I think it just speaks to the fact that both of these teams had been so good for so long, and now they are so bad. Yeah, that's true. I I, I feel like probably, like, the Penguins might, like, fire their coach if they don't. I think the Flyers are probably... The Flyers or the Panthers, I think, are are the most vulnerable, other than the Blues, which, I mean, it goes without saying. But, like, Coach Q is going to, like, find somewhere to go. Oh, it's yeah, exactly. It's going to be an issue. It's, the L.A. situation is really interesting to me. I don't know much about it, so tell me. So over the weekend, John Stevens got fired because they just dropped to last place in the Western <laughs> Conference. It's unfortunate. Um, and they brought in Willie Desjardins. Desjardins. Yeah. Willie Dijon Mustard. <laughs> um, as their interim coach. So they may be bringing in somebody else mm-hmm. at some point. They don't really know. This is, again, a lot of this has to do with the King's management not so much that it's the fault of the coach, I would say. Uh, their roster really has no depth this year. They've got they've got like Anse Kopitar, Drew Doughty, <laughs> and Jonathan Quick as their goalie, and everybody else is just a doddering old man, so from what I understand. Old. They're so they're just really old and slow. And like, if you don't have 
management going out and being like, okay, we're going to make some changes in the offseason. We're going to bring in a we're going to try and bring in a bunch of new players. Sometimes that may mean trading people who are your elite centers or whatever. But you can't have a core that old. You can't literally be running a retirement home. Which they are, yeah. They're constrained by cap space issues. Like, I mean, the Chicago one is a little bit more interesting to talk about in that yeah. way. But, like, yeah, the Kings are, like, they're, they're loaded down by these, like, really expensive stars. That they don't want to trade mm-hmm. away. Right. It's And it's the same with Chicago. I was blown away. I just learned today that so in Chicago, Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane make up, like, their, their salaries together make up more than a quarter of the cap. Yep. For the Blackhawks. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, and I think they're off for a new contract. That's just bad budgeting. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the time, it made a lot of sense because they won three right. cups with those guys. Yeah, and with that coach. <laughs> yeah, and with that coach. So they basically, like, leveraged their future for the, I mean, like, for the players then. Like, they have no cap room. They have, right. They have, and they, they're stuck. They're going to be stuck for probably a couple of years. Yeah, unless they make some major trades. I don't think they would do that. I don't know. I mean, they should. He's he's an asshole. The Blackhawks, they're they're doing better than, say, like, the Kings. That's not enough. They just went on, like, a a trip through Western Canada, and they got swept. They lost every game. That's not good. Uh, They lost five straight. And so Joel Quenville, who was their coach who won them three Stanley Cups within six years, got let go yesterday. He was actually the longest tenured coach in the NHL. So he'd been around the longest. They're on their 38th coach now. And players love him. Yeah. Like, he's apparently just a great guy. I think it was a mistake. I, yeah. And again, like, it's a, it's a management thing. It's like, okay, you haven't invested in the future of your team, so you're going to punish the coach. And the players. Yeah, just to be like, okay, to the fan base, okay, we're making changes. Look how much we're changing. This is going to be good. Is it? I read the statement <laughs> that, like, they put out about it, and it was really weird. It was talking about how, like, yeah, we're not afraid to make, you know, big changes, oh, big God. emotional changes, even though, like, Coach Q is giving I know. Like, no, you just, like, you're freaking out because you lost five games in Canada. Take a Xanax. Take a nap. It's going to be fine. Put us in. Yeah, so his replacement is is the youngest coach in NHL history. Yes, his name, Jeremy Colleton. He's 33. Is he single? Oh, he's pretty cute. <laughs> he is. Jeremy, I'm not single right now, but... I could be. He used to coach the Ice Hogs, which I maintain is the worst AHL team name. Ice Hogs. I might go see an Ice Hogs game. You definitely should. I think that'd be really they fun. They fight a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's the impression that I've gotten of the entire AHL. <laughs> so he's like younger than some of the guys who are on the Blackhawks right now, which I think is going to be a very interesting dynamic. Going from Coach Q to like a 33-year-old baby. It's yeah. going to be, I don't, I just, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. And I don't think it's going to like work out for I'm them. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Because what they need is they need and money. Yeah, they need money. And I'm not going to give them money. So. No, well, I, I, I am giving them some money. I mean, you are giving them some money. That is fair. So we wish them the best. We don't really wish them the best, but um, I, we wish them <laughs> mediocre uh, like, thoughts. Yeah. I hope they make the playoffs. I don't know. It's fun when they're good. Who's that hot guy that we like who's on the Blackhawks? I don't remember. Nick. Is his name Nick? Oh, yes. Nick Schmaltz. Nick Schmaltz, yes. Nick Schmaltz, my boyfriend. We do wish him the best. I would like to personally wish Nick Schmaltz yes. the best. Uh, okay, I'm checking his birth date. We are uh, 1996, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah, Audrey and I have learned that you need to Google these people before you think they're hot because sometimes they're like 20 years old and it feels really weird. It's really, I mean... Mm. 
It's deceiving. When you're like six foot four, I just assume that you're older than me. You know what I did find out this week is that Johnny Gaudreau is older than me. Really? I thought he was like 20. He's 25. Oh, wow. He's 25. What is his skincare regimen? He looks great. How old, how old is Austin Matthews? Like 23? No, he's 21. Oh, wow. I think he's 21 okay. he, he or 22. He looks older to me. He's got, he's got the sad eyes. It's the, pre- it's the Toronto media weighing on him. Speaking of the Leafs, while Austin is still out suffering, and I assume making many trips to Zara to try on coats, <laughs> let's do a, an update on the William Nylander escort mission. Where is he? Where is he? Where in the world is William Nylander? He's still in Austria. Still in Austria, doing his thing. I wonder if he and Nate Schmidt hung out while Nate was over there. Did Nate also play Probably in the not. Austrian league with him? Or maybe it was Switzerland or something. Where Wherever Nate Schmidt was while he was serving his time. In hockey jail. He's back. He's actually, he's back in Vegas. He was practicing with them today. Oh, baby. My cancer king. He shouldn't have been suspended at all. Nate Schmidt, innocent. Nate Schmidt, innocent. See, you've come around. I really don't believe that he did it. I've brainwashed you. You have. I love him. Into I would die for the him. free Nate Schmidt movement. Uh, so William Nylander still hasn't signed. I think he's probably going to sign on November 30th, one minute to midnight. Where do you think he's going to sign though? I don't, I think it's going to be with the Canes. In the middle of the ocean. <laughs> International waters. I can't touch him there. He's going to like Jason Bourne this yeah. shit. So the Canes are really interested in him. Like nakedly interested. They're probably DMing him nudes. I mean. I wouldn't be whatever surprised. Whatever they have to do. They, but they want more than him is the issue. That's what's happening right now. They don't want just a one for one. They want like yeah. So this kind of blew up this week because the Canes sent three scouts to watch Dallas play Toronto. That's a lot. That's a lot of people, yeah. especially because like the Canes, they don't have like a gigantic staff. They don't have twenty scouts to send to like every single game that's going on in a week. So to send three people to one game is like wild. So that I think it'd be really fun to see him play for the Canes. They've been good, and they're like a fun little team, and I love them. They've been good. They're, they've been in a little mini skid right now. I think they've lost like their last three games. I think it would be wonderful. I think, yeah, I don't really want it. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it when Toronto's good. So on the other hand, Toronto sent the same sent one of their scouts to three different Tampa Bay games this week. No, I do not want him in Tampa. So are they gonna snap somebody up from the Lightning to replace Nylander? Who knows? Those are our scouting rumors for the week. Hire us to be scouts. We don't know anything about hockey, but... We would be great scouts. We would just be like, that guy has some great lettuce. That Stop. apparently means hair. Christina. <laughs> Somebody sent Christina a link to just a document full of hockey slang today, and she's been having a really good time. Audrey has been also having a, a really bad time. Oh my god. Hockey's, hockey slang is so stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why. I did want to touch on a heartwarming story this week that I thought was really nice. Tell me. Brian Boyle, who plays for the New Jersey Devils and is a certified hottie, got his first career hat trick this week, which is a big deal. It's also a bigger deal because he scored it on the Devils Like Hockey Fights Cancer night, and he just found out that he was diagnosed with leukemia last year mm-hmm. and like missed a whole bunch of the season and luckily like everything turned out fine and he was able to treat it and everything and a couple of weeks ago he found out that it's gone Aww. so yeah he like scored his first career hat trick and that's really nice and it's even better because he doesn't have cancer and they beat the penguins 5-1 uh-huh. so we love it when the penguins get beaten you saw a penguin today 
Oh my god, I did. Yeah, you almost forgot to talk about it. My heart just dropped. You saw the scariest penguin other than Sidney Crosby. You oh saw, god. You saw a very angular penguin. I think the scariest penguin may be Evgeny Malkin. Like, if I had seen him on the street, I would have ran, passed out. <laughs> so I work right down by Capital One Arena. Went to go pick up lunch today and was walking. Wow, brag much? Um, uh, yeah, I have $9 to spend on a salad. What's up? Was walking back to my office. Uh, I walked right by Matt Murray. He's the Penguins starting goalie. And a terrifying looking person. Like, like stop this podcast. Google what he looks like. I like made full eye contact with him. I My jaw probably literally dropped because as soon as I saw him walking, and he was like walking with, I don't know, like somebody on their staff mm-hmm. or whatever. And he was like in his, you know, pregame suit and everything. So immediately I was like, oh my God. God, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. Ugh, and you play for the Penguins. Ugh. in person? Extremely. Like Slenderman? I actually, I want to, well, he also, he, he looks less angular in person. Okay. You know how, like, when you're photographed, a lot of times you look like. A blob. Or, like, I look like a blob, but Matt Murray looks more um, angular, I think, in photos. He's 6'4". Wow. So I was just kind of like staring up at him, which I'm sure was just like strange woman is staring at me on the sidewalk. <laughs> they are in town to play the Caps tonight. Which we are going to watch. Also, Miles Wood update. Oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of the Devils and the Penguins. Yeah, we, uh, we like, we're going to do a little recurring segment on Miles Woods. Like has Miles Woods like started mood stabilizers yet? Has he found peace? Has he been put on some sedatives or something? Again, I maintain that he probably gets off on fighting people. It's a kink. This this happened during the same <laughs> game when they beat the Penguins. Miles Wood literally is the he scream at own ass meme. <laughs> you know that possum? Yeah. It's like he, he scream at own ass. That's what I see when I look at Miles Wood. I'm like, stop yelling. Good God. <laughs> I mean, like, it's cute because he's so handsome. He's so handsome and so full of rage. <laughs> who hurt you, Miles Wood? He tried to fight Chris Letang, who, like, also extremely handsome, as much as it hurts my heart to admit he's that. He's, like, very dirty looking in, a, like, a nice way. Oh, he's so hot. I, I would not fight Chris Letang, though. Like, that's he keeps picking fights no. with, like, scary people. With, like, extremely famous players. So we're adding that to, we've got Chris Letang, we've got Jamie Benn and Alexander Ovechkin in the last three to four weeks. The video of him picking the fight is hilarious because Chris Letang, like, screams at him for, like, 30 seconds. Like, it's like a- They just start screaming. He's screaming out ass. <laughs> like- yeah. Stop I mean, yelling! At the, at the end of the video, like again, much like the fight with Ovechkin, you see, you see Latango. Who the fuck was that? Yeah, like who is that kid? Someone get him on some lithium. If anyone on the New Jersey team, uh, like management, is listening to this podcast, but number one, I'd like to hear from you. Number two, please get Miles Wood like some help. I worry about that boy. I think he's doing it for the attention. Yeah. He also may be full of rage. Maybe both. He's just my type. Unstable and loves attention. Uh, Audrey and I are both fixers, which is why we love hockey. We have a lot of problems. <laughs> and we have high self-esteem, definitely. Oh, really? It was just It's sky high. Uh, we watched a game this week. <laughs> yes, we did. At some point, we watched a game. It feels like it happened like, two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to remember like what happened during the game, and I like literally couldn't. Yeah, well, also, it started at 9 p.m. my time. So by the time the third period started, I was like, well, I'm wrapping this up and going to bed. <laughs> I watched like the first three minutes and was like, I, I'm passing out. This is too much. Yeah, we can't watch any games in Pacific Division. Fucking Pacific Division. So we watched the Philadelphia Flyers play the Arizona Coyotes. Yep. 
my sweet boys. The Flyers won 5-2. It really kicks our ass. Not their best uh, showing. It's fine. I am still going to force us to watch more Coyotes games. Uh, that's fine. I really like the Coyotes like outfits. Uniforms, whatever. Yeah, their little, their little outfits. <laughs> their, little, their little shirts. Their little get-ups. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you like those because I, I hate them. I think they're pretty I color. think they're really ugly. I think it's a nice color, but I hate that goddamn, like the coyote howling. I mean, I think it's just because I like the Kachina design so much that I wish they hadn't changed them. Yes. I just think maroon looks good on everyone. and It's true. It makes them look cute. Uh, the one thing that I remember from this game, though, is all the Flyers have really bad names. They're all so handsome and have uh, names that I cannot pronounce. And have so many use. The Flyers are all dirty hot. Mm. Like, they all need a shower. But, but I don't want them to shower, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think one of the reasons why it was 5-2 is because the Flyers just had some weird-ass luck, yeah. too, during that game. Like, the first the first two periods, they had, like, two rebound goals. They had that one ghost bear goal where it his shot rebounded off Derek Steffen's leg. Yeah, they had a lot of off the skate. And it, like, went in. <laughs> uh, so that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hate to see that. I don't know. I like Philly. I'd like for them to be good, just to be, just to, like, spite the Penguins, you know? They should hire Coach Q. I really do think he should go to the Blues, to be honest. No, I don't like, want them they, to have anything. They, they need they need serious help. They're, they're not even, like, Pity. fun bad. Like, they're not even Ottawa bad. They're just bad. Yeah. Ottawa's, like, Real Housewives bad, mm-hmm. where, like, you know it's trash, but you can't really look away. And then you have, like, the Blues, which are just, like, like teen mom. Oh. Like, you feel you feel bad looking at it. Yeah, like, it's not fun to watch, and everybody's just going through some shit, and it's, like, too real. That's the Blues Which team is Dance Moms? Um, you have a bunch of young children who are, like, trying to perform i think i think the leafs i think it's got to be the leafs where you have a bunch of youths who are trying to outperform each other yes and be stars and it's extremely competitive and it's a high pressure environment i would say that's toronto okay the the bachelor is like um the oilers because it revolves around one person (laughs) the entire show yeah woof oh god poor connor Back to this game that we allegedly watched. Two we days watched ago. it. I was actually watching it for one time. I did it. I, it just I went to bed during the third period because I just couldn't stay awake anymore. The Flyers. A fun fact is that the Flyers' penalty kill is still like the worst in the league, and it was still pretty bad. It's like literally the worst in the league. I'm gonna be really honest with you. I don't know what a penalty kill is. Is that like when when you prevent someone from scoring? Yes, when it's on- when the other. It's when the other team is on the power play. Okay, so what do you have a penalty kills? You have people like on it. Like, do you have specific people who you send out? Right. So you'll send out some people who are really good at, let's say, your forwards who can play both ways, who can play defense, okay, um, who can be aggressive in that way. This is how I learn hockey is just by asking Audrey on my hockey podcast. I like when you're asking questions. <laughs> so the other the other weird thing in this game is that the Coyotes have scored like since like a week or so ago. They've scored five shorthanded goals, which means that they've scored when the other team is on the power play. So, like, it'll be, like, Mm 5-4, and the Coyotes will score when they only have four dudes on the ice. Happens very rarely, and for that to happen five times in the past week is like, what the fuck? Why are we being good? That's very relatable to me because I also perform the best when things are against me. Much like the Coyotes. So I was excited to see like some weird stuff happen on the PK on both sides, and it just didn't happen. 
So uh, that was a bummer. Did you enjoy that Alex Galchenyuk goal? I did. I love anything that he does. He's so dirty. Dirty boy. <laughs> He's the dirtiest boy. Oh my god. That beard. Dirty boy, like, I love you. Like, can you imagine how bad it smells? I don't think it smells like post Malone bad, but I definitely think that like after a game, it's probably gross. I would still. Absolutely. <laughs> Christina is like staring into the middle distance like, yep, yep, definitely would. This is a, a, a podcast about being horny for hockey. I'm just, yeah, I'm just the doing sport what... and the individuals. That's right. Mostly the sport. I, I, I learned. Very serious. I'm learning things about the sport right now. That's true. Um, and then apparently there were some scraps at the end of the game, but I missed them because I was asleep. Oh, yeah, I did too. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, uh, I maintain Arizona Coyotes will Audrey. win. <laughs> Audrey, don't do it. Western Conference Chance 2019. Oh, no, Oh, my God. Coyotes are good again. Thank you for that so much. You're welcome. Should we take some calls? I think we should take some calls. Hi, Bunnies. Bobby from Alaska here. Now with uh, Quinville gone, I was wondering who your favorite coach is and uh, who you think the hottest coach in the NHL might be. I know my favorite coach is Paul Maurice, especially since there was a game that the Hurricanes lost when he was coach, and the next day he made them all skate until they threw up. Um, I'll take my question off there. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, I have I have one. I have two. Okay, so who are, <laughs> who are your two coaches that you would bang? <laughs> one better be Rod Brindamore. Okay, uh, John Cooper, uh-huh. who is the coach of the Lightning. Okay. He's pretty good looking. I don't know. I like blondes, so it looks good. Okay. And I also like uh, Guy Boucher, yeah, who's, <laughs> I mean, he's not a good coach, but he's got a good head of hair. I just think that the only good choice here is Rod Brindamore, Rod the Bod. Christina, I don't know if you knew this, but he used to, like, he played for, like, the Flyers for a really long time mm-hmm. and literally earned the nickname Rod the Bod mm. because he was just constantly working out. I will send you a photo right now, but, like, was just jacked. And also he coaches the Hurricanes now and mm. he wants them to have fun. Actually, he played so recently that I think, like, some of the Hurricanes, like, the older guys played with That's him wild. at some point i don't wonder like i have no idea how you coach hockey like do they get on the ice and like show them how to do stuff i don't know how you coach hockey or play hockey or manage <laughs> hockey or scout hockey i have no idea i have no idea oh my god yeah. yep oh that's rod okay oh yep. jacked as fuck oh my goodness that story is crazy but it's also not super unusual mm-hmm. so We got a text, again, following up from Bobby, where he said, I tried to hunt down the news story about the Hurricanes coach um, skating players till they puked, but I could only find this. It's like a mention, like, at the bottom of a story. Mm -hmm. And he said, it looks like any mention of of the destruction, it was like a February game in 2003, where the Kings won Mm 8-2. It looks like any mention of that game was eliminated from the internet or something. (laughs) It's pretty common for coaches to do shit like that because it's a big macho, stupid league, and like they think it. So here's another here's another hockey term that you can learn. Do you know what a bag skate is? No. So a bag skate is basically like suicides, but for hockey. How do you know? Where this? like it's just like a common. Oh, I mean, okay. it's common in that like it's notorious. Oh. 
It's like suicides for hockey where basically this is like a punishment usually for like losing really badly or like being late for a game or something where you skate end to end like as fast as you can. It's just just what Nathan McKinnon does for fun. Yeah, and they make you do it, like, until you pass out or throw up or, like, that's why it's called a bag skate. That's not good. It's because you need a bag next to the rink for you to, like, throw up. Jesus. So that's a nice term for you to know mm. in the future. When I, in my hockey career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so when coaches use that, it's, like, always a punishment. Hi, Puck Bunny. Should hockey players vote? And if they should, how do we stop them? Thanks. Okay, so there should be a, a maximum of five hockey players to get to vote. Yeah, only the woke ones. Yeah, and we should be able to pick them. So let's, the Holpies may vote. JT Brown may vote. And did. He posted on his Instagram oh. story. Uh, um, DSP can vote. DSP can vote. Colin Wilson from the Avs can probably vote. Um, mm, We're running up on, <laughs> maybe maybe it's just those guys. That's it. Let's <laughs> just. Four. No, Brett Connolly. Oh, who yeah. Said he's not going to. He, he yeah. can vote. He's allowed to Wait, vote. What about Brooks Orpik? Can he vote? No, he can't vote. Okay. He absolutely can't. He's from Boston. Oh, he can't no, vote. no one from Boston is uh. allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Like, I don't think there's got to be like, at least a couple other I can allow to vote. Like, how many I, do you think I, I actually voted? Like, how, what, what percentage of the oh. Like, 30%? 2%. Oh, 2%. Whoa. Maybe. Well, keep in mind how many of them are Canadian. So. You have a shit ton of people who aren't, there's no way they're registered. You know, you've got a bunch of Canadians, you have a bunch of Swedes, you got some Russians and some Finns. Yeah. Like, they're not voting. I, I just almost asked you, like, why can't they vote? And then. <laughs> <laughs> In our universal election. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ooh. What a long day, I guess. We just, like, yeah. forgot about citizenship. <laughs> no walls, no borders. That's right. Yeah, one world. <laughs> I truly can't think of anybody else who should be allowed to vote. I know who should, like, never be able to vote. Who should never Jamie be able ben to vote? Jamie Benn cannot vote. Jamie Benn, Drew Doughty. Cannot vote. Anyone who, like, has follows Ben Shapiro on Twitter, and a lot of them do for some reason. Phoenix Copley. It's really hard. That's been my real hurdle with the Caps this year, is that, like, Phoenix Copley has had this great start in net, and he also just, like follows project veritas on twitter yeah so he's definitely horrible he's definitely like a bad person Mm -hmm. so it's been hard for me to like see him celebrated by this team and like by our fans and everything when i'm like well he's also kind of alt-right so yeah like how it is like i mean because like the caps the, the people who are out about their politics are like fairly woke about it yeah, I mean, I feel like if, I feel like if you're conservative in the NHL, you don't really talk about it, mm-hmm. and also if you're liberal in the NHL, you don't really talk about it talk unless about uh, you yeah. like like you have to be very confident in right because you see like the consequences of, of talking about it, like with JT Brown who got fired for being political protesting. Basically. Yeah, they should not be allowed to vote. Just know that most of them don't because they can't. Or they don't care. Actually, there was an interview with my friend and yours, TJ Oshie, mm. last week. Oh no! Where what did he say? it was with it was with the Post, and it was honestly I don't know who did this interview, but it was a terrible interview. Like the questions were horrible. Because he's usually good in interviews. I'm obsessed with Osh, and so like I read a lot of his interviews. But the reporter asked him like, 
So the political climate in D.C. is kind of fraught right now. Do you think that the Caps, like, winning the cup helped with that? Which, like, no. (laughs) Um, But he said, you know, some bullshit about, like, bringing people together or whatever. Because, like, what else is he going to say? But then they asked him kind of like something about politics and he was like yeah i don't really keep up with that because hockey is my life i have two brain cells left to rub together and (laughs) yeah which i feel like is most of their excuse for not Mm -hmm. keeping up with politics it's like well i gotta focus on hockey and i'm like yeah i know it's hard for you to focus on two things at the same time but it can't be done the oshis are also the family that um dressed up their two young adorable daughters adorable daughters as uh melania and donald trump for halloween last year so yeah um, and they did qualify that as they had to go back and be like this was all like in good fun like we were not trying to make a political statement at all but that's the kind of thing i'm like you obviously just didn't think about that when you did it <laughs> yeah like what were you, you thinking just didn't think about when it painting your baby daughter orange which they did i know she looked so cute <laughs> oh my god great great instagram follow is lauren oshi she's oh my god incredible incredible woman god is a woman it's about her that is it is true she, her teeth are so white and so big <laughs> they're so white and her skin is so tan and clear and beautiful uh okay so we should move on <laughs> uh we got another text this week that said uh i have a couple of questions one, do you agree that the Ducks should be added to the list of objectively villainous teams? Perry, Getzleff, Kessler, Bjexa, Pronger, teething babies have better temperaments. And two, what are your favorite hockey names? A couple of young guys with fun names are, are Neil Pionk, <laughs> pronounced like a donkey would pronounce, and Jet Wu, which should be said with an exclamation point. <laughs> Jet Wu! Woo! Um, to answer the first question, no, the Ducks aren't villains because they're too bad, you know? Like, I feel like to be a villain, you have to be good. Well, they're also just boring. Yeah, I'm not, like, I hope we never have to watch- They're boring bad. I hope we never have to watch a Ducks game, because I won't do it. Also, if you have, I mean, like, if you have a reason that we should be interested in the Ducks, aka if you have gossip, Mm -hmm. like, please let us know. I'm willing to be convinced. I have a very open mind. Also, anyone, if you have any gossip, like, real or not, (laughs) make some up. It doesn't even have to be about hockey. (laughs) Just any gossip whatsoever. I'm a Scorpio. I love to know everything. So, wait, um, what are your favorite hockey names? Oh, I mean, all all the- Names. Yeah, names. Uh, Every single Philadelphia Flyer. Yes. uh, Go to Spear. Is the best Shane Gossespierre, Ghost Bear. What is, what ethnicity even? Like, what is that? I couldn't tell you. I think it's made up. My, it's yeah. It's like a Sims Shane Gossespierre is my favorite name by far because it's literally spelled ghost is be here. It's, I think it must be a transliteration of a French name. That is the only thing yeah. I can think of it. I think that's be. probably what, I think that's probably what it is as well. I wonder where he, hold on. I'm actually going to look up where he was like, where he's from. Like, so many hockey players, though, are, like, named, like, Logan Braden. Okay, so bad news. He was born in Pembroke Pines, Florida. <laughs> oh, no. Where Where is that name from? My favorite and my also probably the best part of his name is that he has nicknames for it, which is they just call him Ghost or Ghost Bear. Because <laughs> they can't pronounce it all. Honestly rules. Uh <laughs> Uh, he is French. Ah. His father is French. I knew it. His father's French. Glad we figured that out. Yeah, but, like, a lot of, like, hockey players have names that sound, like, automatically generated, like, on The Sims. Yeah, they're, like, two first names. Just, like, some weird French shit. Okay, so my other, like, Marc-Andre Fleury. Great name. <laughs> yeah. Great name. 
Uh, Devontae Smith-Pelly. Very good. Great name. Flows off the tongue. Flows off the tongue. I like TJ Oshie's name because, like, his initials are not TJ. Like, he just... Timothy Jimothy. Yeah, he just gave himself those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also Dustin Bufflin because his... <laughs> Last name is spelled with so many bizarre consonants where they shouldn't be that you have no idea how to pronounce it. And it's just Bufflin. Brent Burns is a good hockey name. Brent Burns is a great, I mean, it sounds like a porn star name. It does. Much. Well, he kind of looks like one, but. Oh, are you saying that he. Oh my God. No, he's just... attractive. No, no. Christina's still trying to roast me for thinking Brent Burns is cute. Well, we're going to fight about this every episode because he's not. Yes. He I'm trying to think of other, like, just really basic hockey names, like, that, like, just sound. Any Tyson. So many Tysons. The Avs have Tyson Berry and Tyson Jost. What do they call them? Ty 1, Ty 2, Ty Delta? I don't know. I'm mad at Tyson Berry for having a girlfriend, so I have Aww, not been paying attention to it. Poor Audrey. Patrick Marlowe is a great name, although he did hurt our, our dear pretty son eric Halla, this week yeah i have not watched that video because i thought it's it. very upsetting it, it's gross his it's his leg like gets bent in a direction that is not natural yeah it's like his whole body and then his it can't yeah oh, it was, God, it was, it was, don't watch awful. it but yeah he anyway oh william carlson is also like a great name all the carlsons i mean there's twelve thousand carlsons are you gonna watch the caps game tonight i am caps are playing the pens That'll be fun. I have not checked the score because I don't feel like having a hernia right now. I'm very stressed. Are you going to watch it? I can't believe I saw Matt Murray today. That was so weird. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm going to kind of watch it and kind of edit this at the same time. Ooh. So let's see. Some the Oh, the Canucks are playing the Islanders next Ooh. Tuesday. We haven't really watched the Islanders play yet. The Penguins are playing the Devils next Tuesday Gross. night, which might be fun. The Blue Jackets. Oh, the Blue Jackets are playing the Stars on Monday night. Mm. That might be fun, actually. I really want to watch the stars because I, I want to talk about Tyler for like 30 minutes. Oh. Love that boy. <laughs> so we will put up a poll at some point this weekend. Friends, it's been fun. Thank you. Also, like we got a very nice review. We did. Um, This past week. So thank you guys for reviewing and liking and subscribing and all that good shit. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we love hearing from our lady fans because we don't care about the men who listen to this podcast like at all. Men are trash to me. The women, I love it when you guys like DM and like comment and stuff. It makes me feel so happy to see other like yeah. female fans of the sport. So cool. We do this for you. Okay. Um. So have a lovely uh, week, and we will see you next week. All right, Christina. It's been a pleasure. I will talk to you in like two minutes. Okay. Cool. Bye. Bye.